0: one of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get
1: up up your ass and get
0: Alright, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, one of the things I've been talking about a lot lately is how it's nice to have um, new guests on the show who are new to the podcast and i have never talked to before, but it's all equally as good to kind of catch up with, with guests who have been on in the past, sometimes multiple times, and just sort of uh, find out what they're up to, find out how things have changed in the time between episodes, and things like that. And so the guest on this one is one of my favorite uh, guests on the podcast. I've had you on, I think, three or four times at least now, and uh, I'm always happy to, to talk to you and find out what you're up to. And uh, I think the best way to start this off is if you want to just introduce yourself and then maybe just give a bit of background about what it is that you do, because I know what you do. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure a lot of listeners do as well, but you know, there might be some who are experiencing you for the first time.
2: Well, my name is Quinton Blair. I am a country music singer songwriter, and uh, we're starting a bunch of new stuff. So I add into the back of that singer songwriter slash uh, backcountry guide. So we kind of. We've got horses and do all that kind of stuff. So we kind of range from folky country to country country somewhere in yeah, that wheelhouse. Yeah. Well,
0: that maybe is a great place to start is the backcountry guide side of things. So I've seen you posting about that on, on social media and online. Mm. And I think that one of the things that comes across in your music is that you have this very authentic connection to the lifestyle that you're singing about. And I, I think that... That's maybe something, especially when you're talking about people in the city. I mean, you know, Manitoba obviously is a big province. There's lots of areas outside of Winnipeg, but those of us in the city tend to focus on the city so heavily, including a lot of people who are singing country western music and talking about those themes. But you're actually mm-hmm. you, you got the you got the horses. I saw you had a goat the other day. I mean, there's there's animals. There's 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 wildlife. There's there's you're out in the country. What is the deal with the uh, the guide thing?
1: Well, the guide
2: thing came about. Um... Two years ago, because we got, we got a whole string of horses, and we do a bunch of trail riding um, south of Austin, Manitoba. So that put it about an hour and a half outside of Winnipeg. Okay. Uh, and there's some great wildlife management areas out there that we end up uh, just exploring, just kind of that's our own little thing. We like to do backcountry camping, and we love to do stuff with the horses. And we are riding along one day. My partner, Vanessa, says, wow, we got this great string of horses. Like, it's a shame no one comes to ride with us. <laughs> that is a shame. And that kind of got my wheels turning. And actually what we've now done, and it's it's funny that we're talking today because today is the day that it became official. Mm-hmm. Um, we we are Woodside Outfitters, which is uh, an, a backcountry entertainment and education company. So we'll do things like these backcountry concerts where we'll pull up at a trailhead and we'll have a – you know that ridge over there, I'm gonna play my guitar up on there when the sun goes down. If you want to ride a horse of mine or if you want to hike up there, if you want to snowshoe, I don't care how you get up there. We're gonna be up there. and it's basically a lot of people come and want to ride horses with us. yeah, but what's happening is actually it's we're not like necessarily like a trail riding outfit. We're actually putting on a concert in the back country to get people there and get people camping, get people outside, enjoying all that kind of stuff and exploring the, like, man, that area, it does not look like your typical, you know, Manitoba. I've got a bunch of friends who, you know, just meeting online through social media, kind of similar accounts. So a bunch of friends who do this kind of stuff in like Alberta, BC, just that backcountry trail riding, camping, horses. And they're going, my goodness, I can't believe that your photos are from Manitoba because that's not what I picture Manitoba to be and well there's man, a stereotype our, right
0: there's a stereotype of yeah, what Manitoba looks like but right?
2: but I love our province but it but but it's it's so diverse and people I don't think actually get to experience the diversity of it so this um, this whole venture of Woodside Outfitters is basically boutique level because we want to keep it small we don't want to have 20 30 people coming out of at a time this is actually basically private concerts for two, right? Two people come out couple or whatever, friends, whatever. And well, you know, bring a bottle of wine or whatever, and just sit there, watch the sun go down and I'll play some music and maybe we'll ride some horses. Maybe we'll hike, maybe we'll drive, like whatever it takes to kind of get back there. And so um, it's been an interesting balance to try to figure out all of the moving parts as to what, um, (laughs) As actually involved, are we a venue? Are right. we, you know, like what are we? So, but yeah, it's it's almost like we're a venue. That's cool. It's, it's almost like we're a venue with no fixed address.
0: I like that. I like that. The whole concept is great. What is it like for you to 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 perform somewhere like that? I mean, where you you know, like you said, it's 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 uh, scenery that people maybe don't expect out of Manitoba, and you're just sort of out there playing songs. What is that like for you as an artist?
2: Well, I mean. Like a lot of people, have they come to that point, it's a lot of people who are familiar with my music yeah, of or course, yeah. familiar with me just from life. So Do you get a vibe know what I'm minute, what I guess though? I'm Do you
0: get like a you know a, a vibe of being outdoors while this is all happening?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. But but there's so much freedom in it because sure. it's not like like you know we specialize. In, I always tell people we specialize in rodeo dances and country fairs. Like we never play in Winnipeg. Like yeah. maybe once or twice a year. Other than that, we will still play. 60 shows all over rural manitoba We've been up, you know. We used to play over 100 shows a year, and I just peeled that back, going, I don't, I don't want to be on the road that much. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's kind of that, that, that balance as far as what we do. But so people come out, they know what it's like to kind of see me play. But there's so much freedom because I have no pressure to fill a dance floor yeah. to do, and so I can just kind of run through my head. I'm like, you know what, I'm feeling some Coulter Wall right now, and I'll play some Coulter wall or I'll, you know, play Stapleton or I'll play, Hey, here's a song of mine that I haven't played in forever. Or here's one I wrote last week. And I think you, you'd like it. And a lot of times people even say, Hey, like this is our wedding song. So if I knew that they're coming out in advance, I'll actually just learn the song for them. That's awesome. They don't even know it's coming. One of them doesn't know it's coming. Cause I, I only get the information from one person. Of course, yeah, yeah. And so, so it's like a surprise to, to their partner there that all of a sudden, they're dancing to their wedding song around a campfire on a hill in the middle of nowhere, overlooking the Asiniboine river. And the horses are just chewing grass in the background. And we're just, man, it's living life. Like that is, I've always been probably like, when you're into horses and stuff like that, there's a lot of like, Oh, are you into like, like English riding or show jumping, or are you like a cowboy and you're into like rodeo and stuff like that? And like, I'm kind of into western <laughs> stuff like like I'm big into western of stuff course, but yeah. like I don't really get like it's it's not my favorite thing my favorite thing is to be camping in the woods with my horses so I'll take that every day versus you know going team roping or going to a rodeo as much as I enjoy that it's it's just that's different I yeah. I enjoy I appreciate bushcrafting skills. I appreciate self-reliance. I appreciate being in places where I have no cell phone and I am a hundred percent dependent on my own ability to get me and those who are with me back safely.
0: So. And I guess that's probably part of the appeal to a lot of people as well. Is that you know a lot of people these days, especially because you have a cell phone with everything you need on it, don't have that experience mm. of, of just being able to you know do it themselves to that level because everything's so automated and and so you know you pull up GPS on your phone, you, you can all, all that stuff right? It's 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 yeah. Th- that whole world you're talking about is kind of missing for a lot of people today.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and, I, and I like that because it gets me away from work. It gets me away from my cell phone beeping. Yeah. Gets me off of social media, and it just allows me, like, it was, <laughs> it was far too cold this January, but last January went winter camping with my daughter, and it was amazing because at 4.30, we're in the tent. Yeah. Still not going to bed till 9.30, so we literally played games by the fire for five hours straight, And we had this amazing time. She's learning to cook on the fire and oh, I, you know, I'll do this. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll do the dishes after. And, you know, we'll play games and, and just talk and hang out and the dogs are there. And it's just like this, this memory. And then, you know, we went on July long weekend, same thing, camping, take the kids out and it's, it's plus 40. And it's just like, Oh my goodness, we are dying in the heat, but everyone's laughing. Everyone's having fun. And you're kind of building, building these memories. So that's, that's kind of who I am. And, um, this, this plan with Woodside Outfitters is, um, you know, that's that, that we're, we're building that business now for, for 10 years into the future. Sure. That's where it will be. You know, that's what I'll be doing. Perfect. Like that'll be my job. I'm hoping.
0: That'd be a great so. job. Be a great thing to do. Yeah, yeah for sure.
1: Sleepy rodeo time Won't July July summer night When I was just hanging around We started swapping stories Not really sure which one's the truth Horse racing at the frontier days Or the place he wore in his boots As the camp out rolls, The fire pit knows There's a Mustang on the loose Wild horse rider, one jump ahead of the rest. Two broken legs, ice in his veins, and a heart beating strong. Yeah. Are telling lies With some long-haired hippie causing trouble Who couldn't see the wild in his eyes Out of a lesson book The gambler shows Only what he wants you to see But your friends can read Between the lines of that old melody With a flash and a look And a hard rod But fists were flying through the air that one horse town saw you tear it right down as you relived your younger years. Wild horse ride. Cock just for fun Well his horse racing days are over now But the cow milking's just begun And sometimes over a fire at night I can see him look to the west Well then Kenny leans over and says Just forget it boy With well, the thrill you love the best the Wild horse ride Two broken legs, ice and his veins, and a heartbeat strong in his chest. A wild horse rider, the to Cheyenne, oh, he'll wander all across this prairie,
2: we'd set a small goal last year of, of trying to put on 10 of these events and we ended up putting on 10 of them and and it was perfect. And we went from May until October and uh, you know, now we're starting up, we got rides going out next weekend already. We're going to start doing that kind of thing. You know those concerts are happening along the side of a trailer um or maybe maybe we have to actually go into a building to Yeah, it depends on how the bad the weather there. is,
0: right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah but we'll figure <laughs> Figure that all out in the day. But that's the beautiful part, too, is that there's no fixed address. So we had it last year a couple of times where there's a storm coming through here. Now, here's the advantage of technology. (laughs) We can scout out already what the weather map is projecting the storm to go. And so we'll ride up on this ridge over here and we'll watch the storm go past us. Oh, cool but we won't actually get rained on. So it's been kind of like fun to do stuff like that. And, and uh, you know, we still definitely use technology to our advantage, but it's nice when I'm not, uh, you know, checking emails and yeah. my phone's not beeping on nonstop. So,
0: yeah, that's a, that's a good break from that for sure. Yeah. Well, So I was going to ask though, is I mean, this, this, the timing of this, I mean, the timing has been shit for everyone because of what everyone's dealing with in the world with the pandemic and everything. And mm-hmm. you have somehow come up with this thing that can be socially distanced because you're outside, you're, you're on horses, there's only, you know, there's two people coming and it seems like the perfect uh, kind of solution to, to f- do something like this in a time where doing a lot of things like playing shows, for example, the, the traditional way are just kind of out the window.
2: Well, and the other part of it, too, is that because of the travel restrictions that people have been seeing for the last couple of years, like our our camping program or the, through the Manitoba government or wherever you book your campsites through, that thing's booked up like you're waiting in line yeah. for hours just to book a campsite. Well, I mean, when we go, like, there's no booking. I'm just yeah. going to go and camp, right? I mean, we're camping on Crown land in a way that, that just there's no restriction in how we do this so um, yeah it kind of just allows us to, to explore that ecotourism uh, try like ex- experience Manitoba it's beautiful but I mean the the whole goal of it in the future is to be able to say hey someone wants to ride up in the duck mountains perfect well let's go ride in the duck mountains and you want to go ride turtle mountains perfect yes. let's do sandy lands let's do like because it's just horses in a trailer right? right and we I'll find a spot anywhere to go play a concert it'll be wherever you, well, you go you we'll played go. in my
0: basement so yeah i mean yeah, definitely <laughs> right, it works right. right i mean you're playing a type of music where you can be just you and a guitar and it can be as 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 um rewarding to listen to as as a full band show right
2: but, but and you know me too that i'm a i'm a like a storyteller and and i want to get to know the people who are there and then i want to play my show for them yeah right it's yeah. it's it's healing for my heart because then I get to play, I'm not restricted by anything. Oh, Oh, you got to play this song, you got to play this song. I don't got to play anything I don't want to play. I can focus on you and say, okay, this is a song that I think is going to resonate with you, or this is your age, this is your, your yeah, yeah. you know, if you're, in, you got to be into country music if you're coming to, to do this with me. Well, you
0: so, hope, right? It <laughs> <laughs> seems like a prerequisite. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. That's right. But that's what it's been. Everyone who's been coming has been, they've, it's all been people who know me through music. So, um, You know, it kind of creates a very interesting opportunity with people who would be your fans who you don't necessarily know well. Yeah. And now you're going camping with them. And now you're taking people from who are like just being like an acquaintance to being a friend, but not just a friend. Like that's a that's a long term memory that you're building with people. You've had so this one I, of
0: a kind uh, experience. I mean, like you said, no concert's yeah. going to be the same because you're doing songs that that you want to play and you want them to hear, right? So and they want to hear. Yeah. As well. So yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. we spent a lot of time trying to trying to go down. I mean, essentially, the the long and short of it is, I I really just want to use, I want to marry the use of horses and music, okay. and I want to use my music for good, right? So there's a lot of times where, as a musician, you can be going out and you can be playing a bar and you can be at two in the morning and Maryfield, Saskatchewan, or something like that, and you're just like, "What am I doing here?" Yeah. Like everyone, like I'm, I know, whatever. We had a good time. I got to play some songs, met some good people. It was great. Not picking on Maryfield, but just you know, like. <laughs> but then, like, what? Am, what did I really accomplish in the night? You know, everyone at the end, I like, used so good. well. And it just gets. It gets. I want I want something more from music, and so uh, we're actually trying to go down the line of forming a nonprofit and really trying to trying to offer this as just a free thing for people to come and do. Like we'll find find we'll find. The, the way to run the business, the financing, the grants or whatever on the back end. But we want to focus on people who need this experience right now, whether their relationship is in trouble, whether they've been through trauma before, yes. whether they've just PTSD. And you can have that from anything from a job that would have it like military RC, or anything, nurses, the healthcare, sure. You can have all these kinds of uh, people kind of going through stuff, but you can also have things like teachers you can have stay-at-home moms and parents that are just like what do we like we need that kind of a break so we we really want to go down that road um, it the, the red tape on that is just enough it. to push somebody out of it and just go you know what i'm going to do my best to make this something for sure while we're building it something that that we can just offer at such a reduced cost that it doesn't really make sense to do it, but at the same point, you feel good about what you're doing and going. Yeah. You know what? I'm ten years from now. I want to have a business where this is kind of what I do. And there's actually a way that people can come when they ride with us. Uh, when we're working through the 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 performance contract, there's an opportunity for them to sponsor someone else to ride, so okay. they can basically hey kick in, kick in some money here. And then this person kicks in money. This And then we go, you know what? Okay. Now we got, now we got the costs covered on a ride. Let's go find someone just, just kind of like, it's not like an application process or anything, but then we can let those people know, Hey, look, we were able to fill that ride and, and someone's able to come out and just appreciate that because when I go to the woods, it's healing for me, right? I get there and it's peace. It's quiet it's this like the creak of the saddle leather and it's the footfalls of the horses. And then you look around and that you, you see the birds, you, you there's deer in the fields. You watch the dogs running up and down along with you. You kind of make some light conversation and then you go back to just kind of experiencing this quiet. And it's like, man, that is what my soul needs. We went riding last weekend or the weekend before kind of caught a nice break in the weather. And I was, I came out of the woods, just, so pumped yeah like i I have not been in the woods like that for it's been a tough winter normally we're in the woods all the time and it's just been too cold to be out there so um we kind of want to have that experience just just sharing what the woods can do just to give you that, that inner peace right with all that's going on in the world today get away from it for a little bit and let yourself breathe and and see what's around you
1: Well, the round bell feeder sits empty still But three white fans wrapped around this field And I can't afford the mailbox anymore Well, the cattle picked through the last of the hay Was all full of mold cause it bailed in the rain So I turned them out just to graze on the standing corn has a suppose supposed to keep it all tied down when he feels a ghost, I'm following him around. Is it all money running a small town store where they store? From steel town the night before, send it away for the day to bring it back again. They're just cutting it out, dropping it up, stealing her bones for another cash crop. Some days I think they'll let anyone buy this ground. Has made. A tie Again, stripping the leaves as the frost settles in A second pair of socks just to walk across the kitchen floor has a man supposed to keep it out attached?
0: really cool idea i'm I'm glad i'm glad you're doing it i'm glad you have this this ambition to to make it you know more than it already is uh in the future it's 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 great great to hear how is this whole project how has this affected your your main gig as as an original artist you know writing songs i know shows aren't happening there's been a few pockets where shows could happen in the past two years but really there's not much so how how is that side of your uh musical career going
2: You know, honestly, I I try to embrace it that it's not happening because if this break from COVID didn't force me to analyze where I was at and going, was I happy with what I was doing before? Yeah, I was. I'll definitely say that I was happy, but could I see myself doing that for 20 years? No, I couldn't sustain that. So there's a certain element within me that said, okay, we're going to keep doing this, but we're going to do it differently now and we're going to find different elements to to connect with people yeah. to build lifelong relationships with with people who kind of align with the music that we that we play but at the same point um you know uh, yeah change the delivery method a little bit so that I'm not gone all the time because that's the the downside of not playing local is sure. that you're always traveling so a typical weekend for us in the summertime is like you know we'll play arburg on one night and then we'll play Musuman the next night, and then we'll play, you know, Marchand the following. It's just like, whoa! And then the next weekend is going to be Canora, and then <laughs> Regina, and it's like, what? Man, we just live in a truck driving back and forth. And, and you've it's done this all for
0: years and years now. I mean, this is not like a one-time thing. This is your, this is your, your life as a musician.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, like you can't control when these events happen. And like I said, because we play all these rodeos, like rodeos can't happen in town A and town B on the same weekend. They have to be three to four hours apart because that way they can have two going on the same weekend and the the contestants change, but there's no overlap with the draw for the audience. So we're kind of chasing that same road, just back and forth and up and down and left and right. And you're just like, you know what? I'm, I'm okay to ride my horse a little bit more. and travel a little bit less but still play music the entire time but it's funny because i've always struggled with playing like that i don't really play western music all of my songs have a western element to them very often i'll talk about stuff or farming or horses or anything Like i'll talk about that stuff all the time but i don't necessarily write songs that are fully engulfed in in something like that so I've always kind of walked the line between folk music and country music. And so, you know, I love storytelling. I love a really great crafted song. I'm a big fan of, you know, the Guy Clarks and the John Prines and the Gordon Lightfoots. And, you know, like it's those guys are the guys who really kind of speak to me. The same point, I grew up as a kid listening to 90s country. So I am equally influenced by, you know, garth brooks and brooks and dunn and And you you can't erase that
0: that's that's stuck in your brain right it's not going to go anywhere yeah i
2: can't even i can't even try to not do it if someone says play a garth brooks song like we did this (laughs) at a campfire one time where someone say okay garth brooks and so i played garth brooks then i played another then i played another (laughs) and then i and then i challenged myself and i said can i play garth brooks for the rest of the night and i did (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> <laughs> I was that big of a fan in the 90s yeah, But yeah. I just, I can't get away from that And so it's funny that You know, we've got new music coming out I'm really happy with With uh, with Some of the opportunities we've had to get some work going uh, Worked with Dave Thompson He's from down in Tennessee oh, cool. And he just wrote a, a song that went to number one on Billboard, the Billboard country charts. He, he wrote it, number one. Like, that's, cool. who do we know who wrote a number one hit, right? Not very many So anyways, <laughs> no, no. And so, so you get a Canadian guy who's down there. And so we got to go down and, and uh, do some writing, doing some work with him and then doing some work in Toronto as well with a group of guys uh, from Sharp Nine Productions. So uh, we've, we've enjoyed that process, but at the same time, we're still passing around more of the kind of rootsy kind of stuff. Those songs are, are definitely more geared to trying to get on the radio and um but i'm still that rootsy kind of guy too so um me and the band are still working on stuff on our own and we actually remote record and i'll do some tracks and send it down to winkler to my drummer mike and he'll take some passes on it we'll go back and forth and trade it around so we're still working on music but but writing that's been that's been the struggle. I wish Rich Inman was living here because he came out and we, first time we wrote together, we wrote this, this, I think it's a great song. He thinks it's a great song. He put it on his his last album. We're working on it right now. So it'll go onto one of my albums too. But it's just when you're not out on the road all the time, you're not thinking about it the same. So I'm struggling to actually be a songwriter these days. And I'm more apt to like, well let's let's build the business for woodside outfitters or let's just you know go and learn some songs or play some music but it's not the same as when you're in the grind yeah okay i got 12 shows on the calendar i want to put these four songs into the set list and then you know while you're driving to all these shows you get these song ideas i I can't tell you how many songs i've started or completely written just driving in a vehicle so yeah yeah um when you're not out there doing it, it just doesn't hit the same. I was w- looking at uh, Zach Lucky. He's a he's a, a friend of mine out in Aurelia, Ontario. And I mean, it's he was just posting the other day just about how you know it's a it's a battle, yeah. right, to be a songwriter right now. Like, why are you writing a song? Why are we recording songs? Well, now we kind of feel like we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. But last year, for the last eighteen months, why would you even release music if you can't even tour it? Right. So, you was, know... Yeah, I, I'm, how are you
0: getting it to people other than just putting it online and hoping someone finds it, right? It's, it's, it's yeah, and good.
2: then you're you're just relying on streams at that point yeah. and it's not at all the same. So, I mean, hats off to the guys who were able to do that, guys who were able to squeak in some tours here and there. Like, man, like, that. that's that's fantastic. But we just kind of took that... We still played shows last year. We still probably played 10, 15 shows last summer, but um, it's just... It's not the same. That's not we're used to just always going always yeah. having dates on the calendar but it's nice the phone's starting to ring again so you know we're already booking up this summer got a bunch on the books already which is good yeah uh, looking forward to that i mean it's also a backlog of people who phoned for the last two years and tried to book stuff and we just
0: you just, you just couldn't can't do it back yeah. then
3: yeah
1: Shadow on the wall where he sits. Checks his watch, checks his son He whispers, "Boy, this is it. It's a train leaving dark town in about three hours' time. i I wanna get out of this town alive, I gotta get out of this dive." Well, he leaves a stool spinning with a froth on his beer. Then I slide over and I knock it back and I offer him my cheers. Well, we ain't here for much, but well, we got much to do. Call out names all to be somebody's We ain't here to make time, cause time marches on As she's walking down the floor She trips over a suitcase That's been tucked behind the door She says now, what can come of this My friends, well, I hope he knows That cheating and then leaving down Ain't the only way to go Now he walks in the back door But he won't be walking long Cause the lock is off, the safe And all the ammunition's gone We ain't here for much But we got much to do We ain't here to call out names, all to be somebody's fool We ain't here to make time because time marches on We ain't here to bring 'em back long after they're
3: gone. Yeah, girl.
1: Of that trailer park sign, watching that sun go down one minute at a time. That slow rolling trains rolling slow lay by, In the rainbow bug getting on. Nobody riding highway, well, you noise know, she smiles and she looks at me and she tosses me a bear. And I slide over and I knock her back because she don't waste no tears. We ain't here for much. We got much to do. call out names all to be somebody's food. We ain't here to make time cause time marches on. We ain't here to bring them back long after they're gone. We ain't here for much, but we got much to do. We ain't here to call out names all to be somebody's We ain't here to make time, cause time marches on. We ain't here to bring them back long after they're gone.
0: Well it's interesting you say you had the songwriting part is 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 the struggle now because I've always thought of you as, as being a songwriter I mean more than a singer more than a guitar player more you're a storyteller as as you've said and I mean the, the songwriting aspect of it comes across a lot I, I kind of think of you and and Del Barber as sort of like uh right. two sides of the same coin where he's doing the same sort of storytelling, the same sort of uh, locally focused, uh, there's a very a very distinct place in all of his songs and, and the characters are extremely uh, fleshed out, even in a short song, mm-hmm. but he's going more towards folk and you're going more towards country, but you both yep. blend both styles. And so it's interesting to hear you say that th- the songwriting is tough because that's always seemed to me as a listener to be the really, what would what, uh, kind of makes me gravitate towards your music.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's just sheerly a matter of the lifestyle right now And it's almost like you'd, you'd figure that we've got all this time kicking around and it's like, you know what? I just probably spend more hours at my day job now than I did before. And, you know, we spend, like I said, more time with horses, more time with animals, more time with kids too. And that's, that's that's always a great thing. So like, it's not like I'm complaining. Um, I'm just not sitting in my studio at 11 o'clock at night with a pen in my hand. And that's usually when I write. Okay. So for whatever reason, that's what's not happening right now. But I'm not. It's not often that I'm kicking around these lines. Where I'm like, oh, that's a great. Song. Oh man, I saw this happen the other night. Yeah, that's going to be a good song. <laughs> yeah. And I just that I used to always joke that I write songs about people I know and and people I've experienced in music. Sure. And now that I'm not experiencing music myself, <laughs> I've my inspiration's dried up. But it's because I write so many songs about people that I meet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's obviously why the characters are so well fleshed out in your songs, too, is because they're obviously based on a real person, not just a a figment, you know, of your imagination. There's there's a backstory kind of built into the songs because. Yeah, absolutely. Actual people. What? I mean, obviously, I I can't uh, predict and nor can anyone what what's going to happen with uh, the pandemic and the future. Hopefully shows start happening in uh, on mass sooner rather than later. But I mean, who knows? Right. So what? What is your plan for this new music you've been working on? Because it's everything is still unknown. Like do you have sort of um a longer timeline than maybe you usually would have had to to, to get this out there? Or
2: yeah, Oh yeah, we've been sitting on we've been sitting on stuff for a long time already. We're we were actually gearing up Right when COVID hit, uh, we were gearing up for our In For A Mill campaign, which was our uh, our opportunity to go. And it, really, it's kind of funny, the, the, all these plans for this Woodside Outfitters, outs, outdoors or backcountry uh, entertainment company, um, where we want to use music for good. I mean, that was started before COVID hit, and we wanted to go around and play community fundraisers because... Right. The Treehern Pool needs a new liner, and the Marchand Community Club needs a new roof. And, you know, we wanted to help all these people put on events to help them raise money. And uh, we were going up to Dauphin to raise money for the women's shelter. And we literally got the phone call ten thirty at night saying, "There's this thing called COVID, and all venues are closed. So don't come tomorrow." We had the trailer loaded, uh. you know, meeting the guys. Everyone's meeting at the Flying J for eight o'clock, and we're on our way. And and it killed the whole thing. So we put hours and hours of work and effort into that only to have the rug pulled. And then we're like, well, let's reschedule into the fall time. We'll, we'll pick it up then. And the rug got pulled again and finally sure. just said, you know, one spit and twice shy. And it's like, why would I bother? Yes. Until I know we're open, I'm not, I am i can't. It's, 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 it's one thing when people call me and say, can you play the show on July the 8th? And you're like, yeah, I can because there's nothing on my part to do it. I, I got to do some social media posts before then. I got to make sure the band is good, but it's not a lot of work. But when you're putting together your own tours and you're lining up all your own press and you're doing like all that DIY musician stuff, it's it, there's so many hours that go into it. I was actually driving to each one of these communities in advance of the tour. So it's like Dauphin and back one day in an Arbor and, yeah, then a, and back. Drive, yeah. and, and we're just like, we're, because I want to make sure that we're establishing that community connection I want to know the people who we're working with I want to know who's coming to the show what kind of you know opportunities do we have for for sponsorships at the show to really make a difference for these people so you know there's a lot of work that ultimately just when the rug got pulled I'm just like you yeah. know I'll, I'll sit tight till, till I know we can do it again
0: is that sort of the plan going forward is just basically sort of wait and see what uh, what's happening yeah. and uh, adjust accordingly I guess
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, I did, I did make that promise that I was going to make a million dollars before I retired, and I just lost two years of that.
3: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I better, I better
2: that. I, yeah, but yeah, but it still, I still got to make sure that I got my 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 ducks in a row. But even still, <laughs> as as much as the the momentum that you carry as an artist, like that, just helps you propel forward. And yeah. I feel like I'm starting from just square one. Let's learn how to turn these tires one time over. And um, I mean, this new music that's coming out. I'm really happy with it. And it's, it's, um, you know, whatever I, I, I feel every time you, you don't put out music, if you don't think it's going to open up a door for you somewhere or extend your career or, or your reach. So I'm really excited about uh, what's coming down the line, but you know, who knows? Yeah. Who know? You know, do you put the music out and there's another variant or there's another something that just kind of shuts us down. And, um, you know, I kind of feel like we're probably getting to that point where, where, in, who knows i don't even really want to talk about it.
0: yeah i know i'm sick of talking about it every single episode i do but it's, it's a fa- i mean i'm interviewing musicians right it's affected everybody yeah. i've had in the podcast in the past two years and it's funny going back to some of the uh, early ones at the beginning when i started doing these remote calls in the intros and stuff i'm like oh yeah i'm just doing this for now in a couple of weeks go back to meeting people in person and it hasn't happened and it's uh it's, it's it's weird it's weird that that life as it seemed only a couple years ago is completely drastically different but
2: we would have never thought about this no we would have never done an interview like this never but yeah it, I, it
0: works though right i mean it, the cool thing about it I, is that like people are finding solutions i can still do the podcast even though i can't necessarily yep. go to people's houses or jam spaces or whatever every week and, and you can still do your music in, in this sort of new way you've decided to present it so mm-hmm. i mean yeah people yep. are adapting i guess and and, and still doing what, what they're passionate about just in in weird kind of ways
2: yeah and i and i think that's actually the 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 innovators kind of really find their stride sure in the midst of all this and i mean i can't imagine that you know playing concerts for two people right now so like i mean maybe that is my stride maybe that is what it's <laughs> going to be but as an artist you're always trying to like you know reach more people but at the same point you're trying to reach people with meaningful connection
0: yeah, yeah. and so, this is a deeper connection than just being one of absolutely. 500 people at a show you know and he- hearing the same set you've done you know the past five shows right this is yeah. it's so it's so unique and, and personal
2: Hmm. yeah so it's so it's fun it, we'll see how this kind of summer plays out on on that uh that horseback side of things but um yeah it, it's definitely always got my mind turning i guess that's one thing too that i'm grateful for because my mind is notorious for just not stopping and and um usually it's about music somehow and i guess it technically kind of still is but it's nice to have i guess find something to to keep my attention on yeah maybe that's what i like yeah. so it's, maybe i'm not writing the songs right now but my mind is still staying engaged in my career that's probably what's happening
0: So if people want to find out more about this, I mean, if someone hears this and is like, oh, that sounds amazing. First of all, how how do they find out about the backcountry stuff? How do they get in touch with you? And then also, how do they find your music? Because I mean, you know, I know you're not playing shows right now, but the good thing about Mm -hmm. this being a podcast is someone could hear it a year from now. And hopefully by then you're out doing shows on a regular basis again. So yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. The two things. So yeah, how to get in touch with you both ways and then hear you and find out what you're up to.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're on all the major streaming platforms for the moment. Everyone, uh, all that stuff that's happening with Spotify right now yeah, is, yeah. I'm kind of yeah, watching that with interest. In fact, I downloaded Tidal the other day, okay. thinking about moving to that as my as my streaming source, just because um, I like the algorithm. I, I know that as an artist, like Spotify is terrible for pay and um, whatever. And, and it's interesting to watch a, almost a flood of socially relevant people pull their music right so so it starts with neil young and i'm sure the guys at spotify are going neil young who cares if we pull neil young's record off of spotify i don't care see a neil and what they don't understand is that neil is the godfather of grunge music and he speaks heavily into the influence even probably reaching into guys like dave grohl sure and so what neil does influences all these other people and and i think that is just such an amazing like legacy to have that just speaks to the legacy of neil young it's not about his songs it's about his influence onto the people who just cherish him right so um i'm watching that that whole thing unwind just in um just just in fascination yeah really just kind of going like man something needed to happen and neil's been pushing for higher quality streaming since day one right so
0: yeah
2: yeah 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 so all of a sudden is this what was this his opportunity to say look i told you you were wrong now i've had enough and so who knows kind of how that long story short we're still on all the major streaming platforms uh youtube um social media quinton blair is my my kind of music personal accounts and then uh the dot and then we also have uh, woodsideoutfitters.ca, and then also on facebook and instagram as well with woodside outfitters i tried the tiktok thing
0: I, yeah. I i tried it too i don't get it i i i it's i think it's just beyond me i'm too old i post stuff yeah, on there but i don't know how to do any of the 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 things it's mentioned i know
2: for- yeah 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 it is interesting though because the algorithm again like like i get fascinated by the algorithm and that's what i like about spotify is that i can just hit play and it's going to find artists that i've never heard of but that i love the second that it comes right. on i'm like who is this and i and i love that because it allows me to explore and find uh, so many different artists that i now love um but it is yeah it, it's th- with tiktok i can't get my head around the trends and i get I tired of hearing the same seven songs all the time
0: yeah but over and my, over again the same clip of the same song yeah yeah, yeah
2: i don't I get that but but the algorithm is so good that once it learns you it's like holy cow this is almost, this is scary though yeah that an algorithm and i can then interact or engage
0: my level of enjoyment based on how good that algorithm is written that's it's, That's messed up. It's, it's kind of messed up, yeah, yeah. That yeah. everything's being tailored to us, like individually, rather than just, oh, here's Canadian yeah. men of this age group. It's like, no, they're talking to you personally, and, and yep. yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. But uh, yeah, on, on the Neil Young thing, just just before I let, let you go here because I, we should wrap it up. But um, <laughs> when when I first read that, I immediately, I I've never used Spotify. I don't, I don't, I don't have the. Uh, I can't, can't get with the streaming, right? Because I'm, I'm I'm set in my ways and I'm stubborn.
2: No, man, you're the coolest. Because you just take on, like, okay, here's the record of the day. Here's yeah. the, we're going to listen to these three CDs today. That's well, what we're doing.
0: What I did was I, I went and got all my Neil Young stuff out. And I have 30 records of his, like, you know, between vinyl and CD. And this is, like, a tiny yeah. fraction of his catalog. And it just kind of made me think, like, there's a lot of music that's just being removed from that service. That, that you know, because of his convictions and his reasons for doing it and his, his you know, strong stance he's always kind of had as an artist is those are gone from a lot of people's ears now. Like a lot of younger people who maybe don't have the records. I've got them all on a shelf like a nerd and I can pull them out and, you know, and do my thing with them. But yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how much of an impact that is. It's not just one single getting taken off the air. It's a, this massive catalog of music for decades and decades that is, is, you know, people are going to miss. And uh, I think a lot of people are sort of realizing that.
2: But I think, I think people are going to miss it on that platform yeah i think they're still gonna
0: yeah it's still it's still out there that's right yeah
2: yeah yeah. i think it's still going to be there and i think that might be part of um becoming more sophisticated in you know if you if you if you just want the machine then that's the machine yeah if you want the artistry here's where you go for the artistry right so you find a platform that pays the artist for what they're you know, providing what they're, what they're creating. Yeah. Um, so I, I actually wonder if there's that kind of a shift happening. Um, Cause yeah, I think, I think especially like, especially with Neil, like, like the, the reach is just far too yeah. huge. Like you're saying, right. Yeah. Like,
0: well, yeah, and- <laughs> and I think maybe that's getting what you're saying is maybe it's getting more defined the way that you support artists online because it's been all kind of wild west where people just you know someone develops uh, like Napster back in the day you know someone's made that and this is mm-hmm. how everyone's getting music and then people are springboarding off that and making their own platforms and I think yeah it's now that we've had this especially with two years lockdown and everyone's online people are sort of figuring out okay how can I actually support the artist and get the quality I want and, and things like Bandcamp are doing a yeah. good job with that where it's you know you can buy yeah. directly I, I buy stuff on Bandcamp and I've I, I never used to buy stuff online but because I can right. pay the artist directly and and, and you know it, it makes sense right so
2: well and it's funny too I saw I think it was Don or maybe Don maybe someone else a local musician yeah. somewhere uh, posted the irony that Napster's the highest paying
0: streaming service hilarious, now hilarious yeah Actually. <laughs> you're the one that started this well they eventually figured it out and i guess hopefully for for musicians sake the other ones are going to come around and find a way to pay pay more because yeah you look at the the stats on spotify and how much they pay per stream and it's it's pretty dismal
2: yeah yeah i mean to the point, i don't even care about streams like i don't even i don't need to check my stats i don't need to know who. i just know that that's never that's just like part of what i do yeah. but i again because we're such in, in that rural market where you know They don't have necessarily, they can't stream off of their phones because the internet's bad and you can't, you you know, you you just can't rely on that while you're driving. So you've got a six CD changer in your truck. And all I want to do is just have one of my CDs in the truck and then I win. Right. That's, that's the way that I look at it. So we're actually going to end up pressing um pressing albums still i mean but if the, the other glad, part is that
0: as, as a as a stubborn nerd i'm glad that you're pressing albums because i have your other three cds and I'm, I'm looking forward to getting the next one
2: yeah 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 absolutely so we're just trying to figure out how we want to package it all up like i said between the stuff we're doing you know with the big studios and the stuff that we're doing with our with our own band sound you know it's kind of like eh, there's probably two albums coming that's probably what's gonna happen so
0: right on <laughs>
1: Scars on the Midwest Scars on a broken heart And she relived her memories With her tattoos in the dark To the wild ducks they call her name She points a car northwest Stopped at the end of the day To top the tank and get some rest And it's 300,000 kilometers She'll so push that murk for a hundred or more. She'll so get lost somewhere in the mountains where he can't haunt her soul anymore. Dew from the or oh, when a soft breeze will blow and change your time and place and life and somewhere in the hills and yeah, somewhere far away she's got a small herd of horses and a place to make some hay and it's 300,000 kilometers she'll push that murk For a hundred more She'll get lost somewhere in the mountains Where he can't haunt her soul anymore But time, it has a way Of fixing things that we cannot change Search your heart and search your soul For the narrow road to lead you back home Sun sank down and slowly faded into night. And miles turned to years that she spent running. And oh, when you don't look back, you always see what's a coming. And it's three hundred thousand kilometers. She'll push that murk for a hundred more. Somewhere in the mountains Where he can't haunt her soul anymore